Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today I am joined by Billing Scarlet player, and also he's at Vermilion Community College, Michael Ferralio. How are you doing tonight, Michael? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Mitch? Good. So I mentioned that you're at Vermilion, but, you know, tell us what you're up to now, man. Uh, yeah, I'm just out going to college. Uh, Vermilion Community College in Ely, Minnesota. Um, I'm back right now on Christmas break, spending some time with family and friends and working out at Triple Play a lot. Awesome. Um, so are you planning to do your generals there and then go on to a four-year college to hopefully pay, play baseball and further your education also? Uh, right now I'm doing business management with a background in entrepreneurship at Vermilion. But the goal definitely is to go on to a four-year. Yes, sir. Awesome. That'd be cool. So how did you get recruited to Vermilion? Because it's kind of, one, far away, but it's a school that I've never even heard of. So how did you get recruited there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had a lot of people ask me that. Uh, I was talking to Jackson Schauble about talking to his coach in Dickinson, just another look or another school to talk to. And they had a pretty full roster. And his coach knew another coach or somehow had a connection to uh, Tom Coombe is the name of my head coach in Vermilion, And he was pretty interested in me, was texting and calling me and just talking to me. And then the Scarlets went out and played in a tournament out in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. And he came out and watched the game and I played very well in front of him. And he took me out to the college and I toured the campus and they pretty much had a full roster except for a first base slash DH. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. And I liked the town, liked the school and just was so what's a town of Ely like? Because a lot of us don't get out to Minnesota. Yeah, it's north, north, north Minnesota, all the way up top. It's very, very cold right now. Uh, it's kind of like Red Lodge. It's about the size of Red Lodge is how I would describe it. About 4,000 people is the population. Uh, schools kind of surrounded by the college is what it's about up there. Oh, nice. So it's not a terribly small town. I mean, no. it's not like there's nothing up there. Yeah, Exactly. Awesome. So what is your day-to-day schedule like as a student athlete, especially at a school where probably academics are a little bit more important than the athletics? Mm -hmm. Uh, So the main two things that people do for school up there is there's like a police academy and then like a wildlife and rec kind of thing, like a park ranger. So there's those two make up everyone. Most people that aren't athletes do those two things. You're kind of surrounded by that. But for me, like I said, doing that business pathway, um, my first semester, a normal day for me would be waking up around 5.30, 5.45 to go lift, have a 6 a.m. lift, lift from 6 to 7.30, go grab breakfast real quick, grab a shower, hit classes, uh, classes till about 2, 2 o'clock, and then probably knock out some homework. And then we'd either hit later on in the day in cages inside or maybe just do another lift later on in the day. But that's pretty much what it would look like. Wow. Yeah. I remember I was at MSUB my first year and I worked in the bookstore and we had a few baseball players that worked for us and or worked with us, I should say. And um, their schedules were just nuts. I don't know how they did it. Yeah. It's a being a student athlete, especially in college, it's a full-time job. And a lot of people don't realize the jump up from doing it in high school to doing it in college, how big the difference is, but it's a, it's a good challenge. I definitely enjoy it. Definitely. So you kind of mentioned as a Scarlet, I know you played first base in DH and you mentioned that you're going to be doing that again in college there. So 
where do you see yourself playing more and which do you enjoy more? Uh, I love hitting. I do. But I would much rather be out on the field playing first than just DHing. I feel like I'm able to make a good contribution out there defensively as far as just stopping the ball out there and just being a good defensive first baseman. And also just me personally, I feel like it keeps me in the game more running on and off the field out there, just sitting in the dugout waiting to hit, but I'm more than do either, of course, but if I could pick, I'd primarily play first. No, definitely. I, I do think there is something to doing both rather than just playing offense. Although there have been good DHs in the world. So, Hey, yeah. you know, <laughs> so what's your outlook for your team this upcoming spring? Um, it's, it's hard to say because we played a short fall season and we did well in that, but it's so weird going to a Juco. I was expecting a lot of local kids, yeah. but this little Juco in the top of Minnesota has kids from Oregon, Washington, Florida, Arizona, Nevada, just kids from everywhere. Me from Montana, but there's Wisconsin right next to Minnesota right there. But there's just so many kids from all over the place. A lot of talent coming in from different areas. And, uh, they're good, good guys, and I. It's going to be interesting because naturally, I don't exactly know what the competition is going to be like, just based off the few fall ball games we played. But I think we'll do well. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I can. I remember I looked at Miles' roster because JJ Jordal's over in Miles, and they did uh, have their fair share of Montana kids. But I think they had kids from like, I think they had a kid from Australia or a couple kids from Australia, and it's like. How did a kid from Australia get recruited to Miles City, Montana? Yeah, I went – actually, that's a funny story. I went and toured at Miles this past summer, and when I went up there, I went and hit with the guys, and two of the guys that I was hitting with were Australian. So that was pretty funny. I was asking them the same thing. I was like, how did you guys come from Australia to Miles, Miles City, Montana? Yeah, that's – that had to have just been a complete culture shock for them. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's just too funny. So who was your role model growing up personally and in sports? Uh, personally, probably have to go with my dad. He's a good guy to look up to. He lives life right. and He sets a good path for that. But as far as sports goes, me being from uh, Billings Christian, the smaller private Christian school in town, there was also a gentleman, Jalen Garcia, who also went there. He was a senior when I was junior high age. So not only did I get to watch him play baseball for the Scarlets and then go on past that, but I got to watch him play basketball for the schools as well. And he was just great. Uh, very physically fit, well-conditioned, strong athlete. And he, like, we watched him play at Scarlets and MSUB, the Mustangs. Now he's even going further to play pro ball somewhere else now. So he's just been a great guy to look up to. He'll always message me with little tips and advice, or when I have a question, I'll ask him and, we work out together quite a bit and hit together a lot. So he's just a great guy to look up to and follow his path that he set before me. That's great. So you kind of met or answered one of my other questions. Do you want to model your playing career as much as you can after what he's done, you know? Oh, you absolutely. Know. He's, uh, I always talk about having like that 12 year old dream, like that kid that just never loves the game so much and just never wants to quit playing. That's exactly what he's done. He played all throughout high school went and played college, playing pro ball, and still going on and on. If that's if it's doable, I'd love to do it. Play as long as I can. Oh, for sure. And I love it that he's playing – he got to play here in town. Yeah, that oh, had to have been a cool experience for him. Uh -huh, absolutely. And to be so successful as well. Yeah. 
I mean, to play for the team that he grew up cheering for had to have just been a cool experience alone. For real, and then for sure. Now, like you said, going on to Mexico, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So you mentioned your dad. How are your parents adjusting to you being so far away for college? Uh, it's a little different for sure because I was one of those kids that my parents were at every baseball game, every basketball game, uh, very supportive. And now they're just as supportive, but just from afar, quite a few calls every now and again talking about what's going on practices fall ball games when we had them lifts just day-to-day stuff but it's definitely an adjustment but if you're making the right decision to further your future it's it's worth it definitely and I, I know your parents have been at everything so that's that was part of the reason for my question I'm like how has that been adjustment been for them not to be able to be at everything <laughs> yeah it's, it's different but it's it is what it is it's not bad at all yeah so you kind of talked on this a little bit, but what's the biggest difference between Legion and college ball? Oh, the biggest in Legion, I'd probably say the body development of some guys. Like you're playing in Legion, you're still playing against kids, high school kids, uh, 16, 17, 18, even some younger 15 year olds. You're playing against boys at sometimes. And there's your bigger guys and men in Legion as well. But once you get to college, man, there's no more boys. You're playing, especially junior college, where people have been at bigger places and then came down to play there. We were playing one team, uh, Rainy River was the name, and it was a bunch of, like, Dominican guys that were just big, big guys, man, looking like looking like I should not be at the – I mean, I look kind of older too, but them was – seeing them like that was like, man, this is no joke anymore. This is real. We're here. We're doing this. No more messing around. Yeah, well, and if they're Dominican guys, they eat, sleep, and breathe baseball. Exactly. Yep. 100%. That's their whole life. Mm-hmm. So what is your favorite Legion memory? You know, you've been in the, you were in the Legion program for five years and what is your favorite memory been? Uh, it's a really tough question because Legion has been some of the best experiences in my life. Uh, this will be, I'm coming back to play a super senior year. So this will be my fifth year of Legion baseball now. So, so many coaches, so many players, fans friends people around legions has been such a great experience uh, lots of great memories and hotel rooms bus rides going out to dinner team activities the two things that i probably love the most is i always loved the under the lights camp i loved doing that with the kids seeing the younger kids come out and just get to see some of these guys because i remember when i was their age how awesome it was for me to be out there with guys like that so i love that and then my favorite memory would probably have to be beating Bozeman, that powerhouse Bozeman team, uh, my junior year. So two years ago when we beat them in state, which they went on to win it all because of phenomenal. That team was ridiculous. Yeah. But beating those guys under the lights at dealer, the whole hometown there, all the other watching and supporting us. I had I doubles that game in the gap and it was just great standing on second and getting to look back at our dugout and just see our guys on the third base or the first baseline. And then all the fans are going crazy behind them. That was, that was an awesome picture in my head that I'll never forget. Definitely. And I mean, beating Bozeman is just the ice mm. or the iceberg, like tip of the iceberg, greatest thing ever. Right. <laughs> Can't beat it. Love beating Bozeman. I mean, no hate to those guys. All obviously lots of respect, good baseball players out there, but something about it. I don't know what it is, but just something about there's a, just knack for wanting to beat Bozeman and it's always a fiery competitive game 
It always is. I don't know what it is either. I mean, there's always, of course, the built-in Royals and Scarlets, but there's something with the Bozeman teams that just mm-hmm. you just want to butt heads with them. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> 100%. So talking about the Royals-Scarlets rivalry, it can get very intense. What is your thoughts on the rivalry from the field? You know, you've had that first hand on the field. What's it like? Uh, once you – once you cross that line, there's no more friends. And that, it's hard to say that because I like a lot of guys over there, played against some of them and with them since I was 10, 12 years old. But as soon as you cross those lines, it's red versus blue, Scarlet Royal mm-hmm. game, nothing like that rivalry. The preparation going up to that, the excitement of being there. Because, you know, you got kids from Skyview, Senior, West, Central, BCS, all the schools are going to have their a kid – from their school playing so a lot of people show up to watch those games and it's just that crosstown rivalry who's going to come out and work the hardest and want it the most it's awesome one of my favorite things oh definitely i mean it was hard for even like us as royals family to root against you guys because cj's played with you forever he Mm -hmm. played with jackson shovel basically that entire red side team cj's either played with or against forever too so it's like Oh. You can't really root against him either. Yeah, and it's it's funny because before the game, all you're right with the guys, you're talking with them. Hey, man, how's this going? How's the how's your family? Stuff like that. How's your family? You yeah. cross those lines, hate them. You want to beat them so bad. And then after the game, we go out and we'll get dinner together. Even sometimes, hanging out, friends, talking. Like, like I was saying just the other day, I've been at triple play with uh, Jordan. Is at triple play with Michael Olin? Uh, just guys like that from over the years we've played against and with are just your buddies now. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's a great rivalry, but it's still just, there's that friendship that's built into and it's great. I think. Yeah. It's a, it's a hate love relationship for sure. Oh, for sure. So you've mentioned Jalen Garcia. Is he the most influential player that you've played with over the years? Oh, that I've watched, I would say yes. I've probably played with some guys that have influenced me that I've actually been on their team a little bit more. But as far as like seeing someone and seeing someone else lay the path from being a small private school Christian kid to big time working his way up, he's definitely laid it out for me and made it a little bit easier and show me that it can be done kind of. Definitely. Um, so you've mentioned Billings Christian. How hard is it to come into the Legion program from there where – 90% of the kids are coming from West on the red side. Uh, 90's a low number. I'd say it's even higher than that. I, can, I don't know anyone else who's even played Legion that's gone there except for me and Jalen and then uh, Michael Moorhead a few years back when he was blue side, but that was a while ago. But other than that, uh, it's, it's, it was tough. I remember when I was in eighth grade, the summer going into freshman year, I didn't want to play 14U travel ball, so I tried out for Legion. And I made post four that year and I didn't know anyone I'm out there just trying out first time on perts like that, like big environment kind of, and you don't know a single person out there. And I, and now it's crazy. Went from that to being the only senior on the Scarlets last year. It's, it's crazy, but it's definitely a little intimidating and different when you're coming into that environment. Oh, I can only imagine it, especially because I mean, Billings Christian is a small school. Oh yeah. Like a hundred kids. If that, yeah, and then you go on to this where everyone that your teammates with goes to a school with 2,000 kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's 
that had to have been difficult. So it was an adjustment for sure. Yeah. So what was your overall favorite experience of Legion baseball so far? I know you oh. mentioned the, the state game, but. Yeah, that's tough to beat. That is up there. Um, What else has been really cool? So many things. Uh, honestly, probably, and this is kind of cliche, but I'm a cliche kind of guy when it comes to stuff, but the brotherhood that I have with some of those guys, especially the older ones now. And it's cool for me to be that older one now to these younger guys, because I have that healthy balance of the guys that I can reach out to when I need things, the, the Jaron Wilcox, the Nate Dewar, Logan Meyer, all those guys, the older ones above me. And then I have to be that guy for so many younger ones now. So that's, yeah. that's feeling. Definitely. That's, that's gotta be hard. And it had to have been hard last year being the only senior. <laughs> it was different. It was a weird experience. Cause I've always kind of considered myself to be a leader, but yeah. you're the only one. Like I had Jackson Chauble coming back as a super senior, but he kind of, he played his role being a leader, but he kind of sat back and kind of let me, take control of certain things which was very cool of him but it was it was weird it was weird being the one for sure <laughs> yeah definitely so how do you think the scarlets are going to be this year i mean you mentioned that they were young last year they're just going to be more experienced this year than they have you coming back how do you think they're going to be i think we're going to be a very talented hard-working baseball team we are the exact same team from last year minus Jackson Schauble pitching for us. That's it. Everyone else is coming back to my knowledge. Um, I'm actually, I'm not sure about, I, I don't know, but a lot of guys are coming back and we're going for it. We're, we've had a lot of conversations with the guys, excuse me, even this early in the season or way preseason talking about what we want to do and what we want to accomplish and what we have to do to get there. So I'm very excited to see what we can do. Yeah, I honestly think both teams will be great in double A. Mm -hmm. It'll be a good year for Legion baseball as a whole in Billings. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, it'll be great to watch. Um, so what will your approach be as a super senior? You know, you kind of mentioned that Jackson took a back seat last year. Will you take that approach too, or will you be more of the hands-on super senior? I I definitely think that I'm gonna let the seniors do their thing. I'm going to come back, and I, but at the same time, I'm definitely going to be there for those guys. And when they've got the questions, the t looking for tips, advice, I'm definitely going to be there. And there will be situations where I step in, and, hey, this needs to be this way. Let's, let's get it on here, kind of stuff like that. But for the most part, we're going to have our fair share of seniors, and this is their senior year. So I'm yeah. hoping somebody's going to step up and take the reins. And I'm just going to kind of like grandfather over everything. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So Adam has been at the top of the Scarlets for, I can't remember how long it's been forever. It's been since I was in high school. And even before that, what do you think are some of the reasons why he's been able to be competitive for so long? Because Adam Hoost, Hoost is the most competitive guy I've ever met in my entire life. That guy wants to beat you in anything and everything you do. And that's, he's just like me. We have the same mentality of that. If we're playing a board game, I want to win that game. If I'm doing anything, he wants to win. And that's how our practices are. He wants to do this so we can be the best at this. He wants to win. He eats, like you were saying, eat, breathe, and sleep, winning. That's what he's breeding us to do. And I love it. So much respect for the guy. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. He has that fire in him, and it's it's great to see from the sideline, honestly. 
I agree. For sure. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. You, a lot of times, bat either three, four, or five. That's just mm-hmm. always been your spot in the lineup because you're a power hitter, first baseman, just kind of your thing. What spot are you most comfortable in out of those? Oh, that's a great question. I like any of them. There's no wrong answer. I kind of have a different approach depending on which one you're in. But I I really like hitting three. This year, I think I'm going to see myself hit more of a four or five spot, probably more four spot. But I really like hitting three because that's just – you just want to be the best hitter. You're not trying to launch the ball. You're not trying to do anything crazy. You're just trying to hit that ball where it's pitched as hard as you can, most consistently every time. But anywhere I'm at in the lineup, I just love hitting. I can't go wrong, whether it's one through nine, anywhere in there. I don't care, man. I just love to hit. Yeah. No, definitely. I just know that you've always hit three, four, or five. And I mean, it's obviously paid out and <laughs> you have the numbers to prove it. So <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So the Scarlets, as I've mentioned, have a or had a super young team. They're not young anymore, but how do you think that their multiple years at double A level will help them? Oh, it's good. It's really good stuff. The experience that you get just from being up there, even, even some guys that didn't play as much as they would have liked to, but just being there, being in that environment, huge. That's huge. Just getting to see what the opposing team's pitching is going to look like, how the opposing team handles themselves, how we handle ourselves in situations uh, being in a post-game conversation with coach, talking to us, just like a sponge, absorbing all of it and taking it all in and being ready for that to be you. For sure. So one of my questions, and I actually asked this to Chase too, um, do you think that, like, how am I going to word this? So the A-level, they play small town, what would be our double A-level, 17 and 18-year-olds. Do you think that like Great Falls' A team should play our A team so that we're playing 15 and 16 year olds at the A level? Or do you think it's okay to play the 17 and 18 year olds from smaller towns? Hmm. That's that's a good question. Wow. That's a great question. Uh I remember when I was on the Cardinals my first year as a freshman. So freshman would be a sophomore playing the uh who's that like Glendive, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Mile City, <laughs> other teams. And kind of teams that have like kind of the farm kid mentality, kind of. I remember being much, much smaller and seeing some big kids, but I don't know. <laughs> it was definitely intimidating at times, but it's good for you. It makes you a tough skin, makes you want to be better, especially when we'd get out as the Cardinals playing like the Laurel Dodgers. Yeah. And my Cardinal year, the Laurel Dodgers were really good. They had that Polkowski and a bunch of those guys out there that were just great players. And that was I was a little rough for young me, but I don't know. I think it's okay. I think it is okay the way it is. I think it's good for the kids to get that experience. Yeah, I mean, I remember Glendive was super good one year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Laurel was good the next year that CJ and you guys were all on the Blue, Blue Jays and Cardinals. So I, I think it's good. I just – I kind of feel bad when – you have our 15 and 16 year olds that definitely are not grown men going uh-huh. up against their 18 and 19 year old farm boy, big men and mm-hmm. full beards. As I remember the Glen dive team, like yours. And it's like, yeah, Nope. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I do. I know. I know exactly what you're talking about, especially when it came time for the tournament. 
and you saw and you weren't like on the field you just saw him like sitting around like in the bleachers and stuff and you're like sitting there you're looking i don't have my driver's license yet and these guys are up here like a year out of college already that was yeah that was, yeah no it's crazy <laughs> so what does it feel like to hit a home run and what was your most memorable and farthest one that you've hit Ooh. um it feels great first of all to answer the beginning of that question probably the best feeling that i've experienced in my life because it just shows all that hard work and you're doing it right honestly you met the pitch and did what you can do with it um the farthest one i've hit uh, i probably one I hit against Missoula. Okay, I hit one against Missoula last year at home. And it was with that 33-inch blue meta. And it was right before they banned it. So I hit that home run with it. And it cleared the scoreboard by a good amount at Pertz. And then wow. and then like a week later, we got a letter from like the like Legion that the bat was banned from Legion. So we couldn't use it in the state tournament or anything. But when that bat was not illegal in our conference to use, that, that was probably the farthest one I hit. Wow. I mean, hitting it out at perks alone is hard, let alone <laughs> over the scoreboard. Wow. Um, so let's reach for the stars here a little bit. You're getting, or you get done with the community college. What is the, your like dream school that you could get reached out to by? Dream school. Honestly, I'm not going to put like a specific school on it, but I'll put it in like a category. Any a, any four-year, Division One, Division Two, not a huge deal to me either way. I just want to keep playing, like I said. Uh, and somewhere where you can play baseball, not necessarily year-round, but more than what I can do up in northern Minnesota. So a few more months out of the year, a little warmer climate. But, yeah, and then somewhere I can just further my education as well. So you're saying like probably Colorado and below? Yeah, yeah. Some are a little closer to the equator. That's awesome. Funny. So from what I know, you play or you played your whole career pretty injury free, minus maybe a few bumps and bruises along the way. But what was your training routine during the off season and in season to keep yourself fairly healthy? Uh I'd say playing basketball for my high school was actually a big part of what kept me limber I guess I'd say uh, I played for coach Craig Kars who big time basketball coach he coached here at MSUB in his later career early early in his coaching career as an assistant coach at LSU so he oh. knew what he was doing a lot of experience and he kicked our butt with conditioning and working out and stuff like that and kept us in good athletic shape and that was great to carry over into baseball and then I lifted quite a bit on my own, but nothing like what I do now being in college. So, but yeah, I don't know. I had little bumps and bruises, like you were saying, but this is tough. Had to be tough through stuff. Long seasons. Oh, definitely. Baseball at any level is a grind, but I think especially once you get up to Legion level for high school, it gets to be really ruling on you. Lots of games, lots of practices, some those double headers two days in a row, then come back, get a practice or two, and then back to another one. Yeah. I love it. It'll take a toll on your body for sure. Oh, definitely. And I mean, now it's, it's not fully year round playing, but mm -hmm. you're year round working out, doing some sort of practicing. Cause we do have enough indoor facilities here that you can do that. Yep. Yeah. Just my biggest, 
my biggest little tip of advice that I would give would be sleep, man. Sleep. Sleep <laughs> as much as your body needs it. Make sure you keep yourself healthy that way, right? Yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, you know what? Thank you so much for coming on tonight and doing this. It's been great having you, man. Of course. I had a great time. I love talking about Legion and just baseball in general. Oh, yeah, man, definitely. So continue your success at college, man, and I'll be out looking for you this summer on the, with the Scarlets. I appreciate it, Mitch. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Of course.